Welcome back folks to the third part of the series, The Business of Creativity. We continue our discussion with Shanton and he begins our discussion with the dawn of streaming, the disruption of a regular cadence of putting out content and a few more interesting topics. So hang on, listen on, sit back and relax. This is the last of this particular series. Hello there folks and welcome to the Creative Pod podcast. I believe that every single person is creative in their own way and every single episode in this podcast is aimed at helping you find your creative side. So listen on and join in for the fun with the Creative Pod podcast. Then I'm going to come and play your games next. Of course, I can tell you that, hey, listen, come Monday at 11 o'clock and I will always play a game for you. But there will be times when I, as a creator, will give you two minutes of notice. Hey, I'm coming live right now. If you have questions, just tell me or probably a day of notice. And this is not the usual day where you do this. And especially with currently YouTube and a lot of other platforms, uh really upselling the live content because they want more engagements on their live stuff so which is why that kind of goes up on your recommendations as well uh, uh so again i don't know if consistency matters in terms of what you're going to be doing in future but ultimately there needs to be a pattern in your content please uh like you know don't try to be a master of uh, uh don't try to be a jack of all trades it it could work because at this point in time there's there's nothing that anybody says can or cannot work right it's all in terms of the game of probabilities uh, everybody likes a certain kind of specialized content and that specialization could be hello my life as a housewife that's a specialization that's a niche and people now are migrating flocking towards niches there used to be a time when um, you know people really used to look at sort of like you know this one person playing multiple characters and discussing multiple things but now that's not how um, at least you know the way that i am seeing kind of uh, content progress most individuals or most original content creators who are currently getting in get in with a specific niche in mind i'm going to be doing gardening videos i will in fact uh, one of the the you know there's an australian youtuber that i follow brilliant youtuber called toby um mm-hmm. spelled as t i b e s her ne- she's a she's a phys- uh, i think she was a phd student in physics and then she dropped out uh, for her youtube career and all that she does is she takes question papers of seemingly difficult exams from across the world and tries to solve them on youtube wow and it's not even it's not meant in a didactic sense it's not meant to teach it's not meant to tell you that hey listen this question is very tough why don't i tell you what the solution to this is no that's not what this is she's kind it's of like taking reviews. the exam yeah it's reviews of question papers <laughs> which whoever knew that that's a thing that is possible and then she overlays it with because she realizes and it's a very fun in tongue in cheek kind of fun way to uh, uh, you know do and she has what i think 3 million subscribers 4 million subscribers wow. um 
she overlays it with you know historical letters that einstein might have written to his wife where uh, and she took takes phd thesis of nikola tesla and goes into you know how in that particular historical context it would have made sense but it doesn't make sense anymore why i specifically brought this along is also because you shouldn't think that i only watch kajal chandrawai and, <laughs> and you know bengali youtubers from uh, you know there is a hard left turn also, exactly i also uh, look at you know content like this and that's what i'm saying there are a lot of niches that um you know appeal to every sort of personality and it is very difficult and i mean this kind of brings into the broader societal context also of um you know at at one point in time till about the millennial revolution kind of came in it was very easy to kind of segment audiences and talk about oh this is scc1 audience or a tier 1 audience and uh, i mean i'm i'm talking more about you know how businesses used to classify them how platforms used to classify them and these scc1 audiences would typically enjoy this kind of content and scc2 would typically enjoy this kind of content but that's not true anymore i as someone who's who's lived all his life in cities enjoy the kind of content that that um you know um, tiktok gives me at least i mean the kind of content that i follow um and that's how it is going to be so when you start out as a creator and are looking at looking at it to you know finally kind of start making money from it be very aware of the fact that there are audiences out there there is enormous scale that is i mean ready to be achieved youtube's kind of shown us what is the potential and youtube still you know growing so uh, youtube's kind of shown us the kind of potential that all of us have in terms of reaching out to audiences and get audiences to like our content uh, superwoman lily singh she's a very good example of you know creating an entire empire out of just consistently good content i can't comment on her content right now uh, since she's kind of moved into mainstream and doing a lot of tv yeah. shows and stuff but um, at least her youtube content till the time that uh, you know like she did not become a full fledged business was consistently good and it comes primarily and i'm kind of tying back the circle here from of course uh, a lot of creativity and a lot of really hard thought ideas but also a very well planned schedule in terms of how to put out stuff you know um, i can share a thing or two about working with creators myself because in my professional career um i have worked with a lot of you know very highly creative individuals and mm-hmm. you know initially i found it very frustrating to work with them because um for me it would be like you know ha theek hai this is the deadline and these are three things we need to do which is kind of like a milestone and you do these three things and we are you know we are going to be good but then again if i initially as as to have the initial meeting with them saying ki acha ye pura plan hai apna excel mein dal ke de diya inko and be like theek now they'll take care of it first week comes pata chala aadha kaam hi nahi hua hai and that guy is working <laughs> in something which has to come in week 3 and i'm like what ye abhi kyu kar rahe he's like nahi mere dimag mein idea hai to main start ho gaya so you know exactly. and 
लाइक इनिशली इट वॉज रियली बॉदरसम फॉर मी बट देन आई रियलाइज कि यार ये इनकी गलती नहीं है दैट इज जस्ट हाउ द ब्रेन वर्क एंड हाउ आई कुड आइडेंटिफाई विद दैम वॉज बिकॉज आई कंसिडर माई सेल्फ अ क्रिएटिव पर्सन एज वेल आई मे नॉट हैव दैट एक्सपर्टीज ऑन फोटोशॉप और यू नो ऑन दो सॉफ्टवेयर बट you don't need to know photoshop for example or adobe premiere or after effects and those kind of things uh, to be a creative person you your way of thinking is what makes you creative right so i do Absolutely. some of those things myself so i also felt ki yaar if like i do abstract art as well so i also think ki mm-hmm. you know i started off with this idea but what i actually ended up painting <laughs> was nothing close to what i thought of right kyunki as i mm-hmm. went along ideas came and i ran with those ideas and ab kuch aur hi hai you know on the canvas so i i understood and that is where again shantan for people you know like you who can really bring a method to the madness is important because many times creators can't help it they can't help themselves you know uh, they would have thought of something they'll be they'll end up making something else but then again uh, all said and done uh to other one good point which you made was about you are not creating this content for you anymore once you go mainstream right theek hai initially yeah. aap start karoge aap apne liye kar rahe ho you're doing what you like but once you go mainstream the audience is the people who consume your content you're not mm-hmm. alone anymore you're in a crowd now and now that mm-hmm. crowd is demanding ki tum mere ko content do i think that is something a lot of people don't realize um but i think they should right and coming to the <laughs> comments part of it i remember um i remember slay point uh, there another you know one uh, youtube yeah. channel that i follow a lot i really like their content and one of those mm-hmm. few channels jisko aap ghar mein sabke samne full volume pe aap sun sakte ho dekh bhi sakte ho so that's uh, you know sanskari family type anyway so uh, these guys had done one thing on the youtube comment section being garbage and i i couldn't agree more ha huh? it is quite literally garbage because a lot of people would troll and i think binod was a great example of that it's come oh. to a point where even we are talking about it <laughs> so uh, how do you you know uh, what have you observed with creators when you work with them and how do they f- you know react to these comments like what would be your tip for example let me put it that way instead okay um uh, in terms of going mainstream and kind of you know getting audience reactions uh, that of course is a very um serious subject and a subject that uh, most often affects um content creators the most Uh, and this is also like you know before i kind of jump into the the psyche of the creator one of my appeals generally and i understand that you know my my making an appeal really doesn't matter because the mind wants what it wants but um one of the things that we as consumers um need to kind of look at uh, is when we're making these comments um especially like you know um disparaging comments or negative comments understand that um you know for a creator one negative comment is worth approximately 10 or 15 good ones it's very easy to kind of get stuck into that negative comment war because we inherently all of us we want to please people right and especially if 
like i've set out on a on a creation journey to give my users give my uh, consumers what i want it becomes very disparaging and discouraging for me if even one person kind of tells me that hey i did not like it that is not to say that you should not um have your voice heard because you as a commenter also ultimately like you know it can come from a place of constructive criticism which is all right which is everybody wants that i would want people to tell me how i can make my content better but leaving comments that that might attack a certain person's physicality for example or a certain person's way Getting of personal. doing things yeah is one it does not really serve the purpose of kind of you know improving the content the way that you would want and secondly it actually demotivates a lot of creators to no extent i myself in fact more than anybody else i i've worked with a lot of creators i've created a lot of content i mean in as part of platforms and businesses but i cannot fathom being a creator myself i will never put myself out there and that is primarily because i am really really scared of what might come and i understand that it's very vain of me to think that there will even be one person out there who will like you know bother enough to actually put a negative comment on my thing because of course it takes a lot of energy for you to do it but even imagining the scenario is you know stuff that my worst nightmares are made of so which is why i take the more comfortable approach of advising other people on what they should do <laughs> but never kind of you know being able to do it myself because i understand the kind of debilitating um pain loop that it kind of puts me in i am not on social media for the same reason um uh, i had a facebook account way back when i never got around to joining twitter or instagram or anything else because again of the same kind of um backlash the same kind of discourse that primarily happens of course i've lost out on a lot of friends because of that <laughs> but uh, i mean i i do what works for me coming yeah. back to um you know the psyche of the creator it's of course like i said very important to get constructive criticism and feedback from your um, audience but one of the primary things that uh you should look at and this is uh you know me throwing out like cliche after cliche but any sort of publicity at least initially is good publicity so there might be like you know um which is what happened i am i i realize that i'm only talking about cringy content and you're coming here with all of the classy ones but let me you know kind of throw another one of this into the fray when uh, dinchak puja kind of became mm-hmm. the phenomenon that she became i because i primarily at that point in time was working with a lot of video content so which is why i i can still say that um i haven't really looked at or listened to any dinchak puja content completely all that i used to do was to go and read the comments underneath and that kind of gives you a sense of the sentiment in which like you know this this particular content is being perceived how are the people but my doing point it is, what do they think exactly but my point is that um this needs to be looked at in two ways 
one of course is 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 more more of a left brained approach which is i mean chuck the comments look at how many views that you have it it does not matter a lot of people looked at the aib roast and you know said that this would be the undoing of indian society as we know it and there were i mean police cases and what else what not yeah but but, but think about it even today we still know that something like that happened and we know the people involved in that and exactly at the end of the day my point yeah it catapulted the entire digital discourse into a completely different level and i mean even setting all of those things aside just hardcore numbers it had what i think 50 million views what wow. what kind think of video currently has has 50 million views and that comes out of like you know a fledgling organization at least at that point in time like aib and i mean i'm not like you know particularly saying that this is this is the the fate of every single digital content creator but it is a very valid point to kind of look at when we are um, you know assessing content for a its quality and b its merit so the first approach is to completely go the left brain way does not matter how many people are trolling you if people are watching people are watching if people are listening to it people are tuning in i call this the republic approach you could call it anything <laughs> but ultimately what what matters is trp is what matters is number the second thing um which primarily is um you know an overlay of the left and right brain approach is primarily to do with um how does one kind of you know look at content in in like you know separate from uh the kind of discourse that it is creating i might be putting out videos that you know i personally like very much which are not being taken very well by the audience now i need to separate myself from the content that i have produced look at what the audience is saying about it also take into account the fact that and and this is a, a normal human thing to do when i really like a meal when i really like say an uber trip for example how many times do i actually go back to write about things that i liked i usually don't but how many times do i go back to write about the things that i didn't like it's much more likely for me to do it so one thing that you need to also account for is that if you find a large part of you know your comment section whether it be on youtube or wherever else it's sparking discourse it's sparking conversations between two factions who probably are either you know supporting you or uh, you know talking about you whatever else you need to look at it from the perspective of fact that there are a lot of people who actually liked this video or like whatever content that you put out and actually did not kind of talk about it this of course take like comes with a lot of practice you need to um you know be really invested in your content and you need to kind of you know have enough trust in your team and the data that it gives you to make sure that these assumptions are right because a lot of this is based on a lot of gumption and assumption but 
this is um, a more tailored approach to how i as a content creator can really improve content because getting feedback from audiences is important but if the audience is not giving you feedback but instead is trying to you know i mean basically have their own fun then there needs to be a specific method or a specific process through which you are able to extract that feedback out of the comments and this takes of course a while but broadly these are the two approaches that you need to take while dealing with trolls or even you know people who are actually viewing your content positively i think that's an important one shandan uh, because i have spoken to you know from a podcasting standpoint i've spoken to quite a few people and uh, some of these guys would be putting their stuff out on youtube as well right so mm-hmm. generally a lot of people get hung over this whole content section and they'll be like are yaar kya hai i'm not getting anything useful out of this sab troll kar rahe hain binod binod aa rahe hain you know those kind of things so uh i mean for me personally you know what i have i, I used to put out on youtube but then i felt that's just taking too much of my time so i stopped mm-hmm. but then again i've hardly got any comments on you know the videos i have put in but then i keep keep feeling one thing that at the end of the day uh, why am i doing this mm-hmm. um i'm doing this because i have something to put out there and i believe in it so i'm putting it out there jisko sunna hoga wo sun lega those who want to listen will listen to it they may like it so many times you know i i might watch a video i might like it but mm. i won't leave a comment because well i don't see the point of putting a comment there's already hundreds you know who have left a comment and probably what i want to say is already there so sometimes mm-hmm. even that might also be a case right someone may like your content but they may not have engaged with you but then yeah as a creator if you take that as a metric sink or oh, i should have got 10 comments by now not even one has come so it's not good maybe that's a very wrong way to look at it so yeah that's there's a lot of ways to you know look at these things and judge yourself but then Absolutely. why should we judge ourselves why should we um i mean there is an entire profitability metric at the end of it which is of course right. when like you know um as we start talking about business and uh, uh the profitability metric will primarily come in from specific kpis that you give yourself but um i think the broad idea is that content should be you know specifically about what you think you can create best of course i mean there is uh you know an entire um area which i which i kind of touched upon which is that you you need to dissociate yourself from the content that you're producing and produce it for the audiences but stay true to what you're good at don't try to change yourself to the point that you're trying to please everybody and then ultimately you know you end up well kind of um, lowering the quality of your own content and i see this has happened at least with a lot of um content creators that went mainstream especially in the west um that one they started dabbling in too many um you know content categories or genres or niches and you know at 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 some point in time just to kind of please everybody and i should be everywhere and everybody should know me you kind of lost that core audience and a very good example and of course this is a personal view point 
um i don't know if you know um this this uh, particular content creator name is grace helbig um i haven't heard uh, creates content on youtube used to primarily create vlogs and comedy videos and she's had a fascinating journey in the sense that uh she started creating content for youtube itself but for a uh, for a specific organization called elu um where she so basically like you know she was a buzzfeed content creator for youtube something like that okay um started out like that then had had a bitter legal battle uh for the intellectual property rights of that channel that particular channel of course the corporation won because i mean how would lots you know, of money of course content, <laughs> yeah exactly how would one individual content creator fight yeah. against that corporation and then she completely started out from scratch had a meteoric rise because i mean she was able to build an audience from there which migrated to this particular channel but since then from that rise uh, there has been a consistent decline at least according to me in the quality of her videos because she also started doing a podcast started doing book tours and things like that um primarily to satiate the viral audiences consistent demands in terms of you know how hungry they were for content and that's the um you know kind of third or fourth i've lost count at this point uh, <laughs> suggestion that i want to make which is that at a certain point in time you must realize what where your lines are what capacity do you have to kind of put out content it is okay audiences will always want more audiences will want more kinds of content audiences will want more more content i mean just generally in terms of quantity you need to decide how that that happens so you could stretch yourself be, so yeah there will always, always be, be a demand yeah there'll always be a demand and there'll always be an opportunity cost that you are foregoing i could have made like you know four videos instead of three and gained the additional 2000 that i make from that video but what does that come at a cost of and this is a especially important for individual creators because um as creators we don't often um you know press upon our own time and this is something that i am also very guilty of i i i have no um you know proper distinctions between what is work and what is personal life anymore and especially if you're creating content regarding your personal life or surrounding your personal life it is very easy to fall into that trap of everything is work understand yeah, that one of point. course for your mental health and secondly and more importantly for you know um, just generally as a career as a content producer also it's important to make those distinctions very clear which brings me more, brings me back to the point of scheduling right it's important to make sure that you give yourself breaks you will not be able to churn out content like a, a large corporation does but that is okay you are the king or the queen of your own niche and that's all right bhuvan bam might be yeah bhuvan bam might be producing four five vines a, a, a day that's okay but he's not producing 24 and that's, that's an the whole point. thing <laughs> yeah 
so you know That's... if i were to if i were to put it in you know in this way uh, you know again just to quickly summarize uh, a lot of this discussion yeah. that we have had uh, you know as a creator one of the things we need to uh, understand right at the outset is that why are you doing this i think that is mm-hmm. the first question we should answer ourselves in all honesty because let's face it two things will happen one you might you know uh, go out on a trajectory where it you know you go pro basically you know you go yep. mainstream to a point where you can say okay i don't need my day job anymore mai isi se kama lunga it might go in that direction the other direction is nothing happens <laughs> you're putting out videos you're putting out you know episodes whatever it is you're doing but nothing's really happening you're still stuck with your day job and life goes on as it was 6 months back i think mm. either ways uh, how you start out and why you start out is important mm. then from there i think as a creator we should also realize that uh, after a certain point like let's say we are consistently putting stuff out there and it is really you know improving people are taking it in um, it might come to a point where you may have to start giving more time and effort even money into this kind of you know pursuit and then having to your point uh, shantan having a schedule is important giving yourself breaks is important not falling into the trap of you know uh, satisfying every demand out there will be important of course your 10 million 20 million followers might say book tour karo yaar wahan pe video banao live pe aao stream karo but hey if you are not able to do that because even for streaming for that matter it's not like you can just start off just like that there are some yeah. hardware softwares you know internet connection speed you have to again spend money you have to understand the technology and it's a slightly different ball game altogether i remember seeing tanmay bhat's uh, you know uh, gear tour of his uh, yeah. studio setup so there's some particular small little piece of hardware solazar ka hai wo cheez you know and that helps with the streaming bit of it i was like damn <laughs> i was thinking chalo maybe minecraft mein game karke stream karta i realize oh ye itna simple nahi hai <laughs> so again do you really want to do that uh, is there a different way to do that so i think all of that just boils down to you know what is it that you as a creator are setting out to do and why you want to do it uh, i think Absolutely. that's mainly what i'm getting out of this conversation um Absolutely. so so shantan in closing uh, are there any final you know uh, tips that you would like to give as or words of advice that you would like to give <laughs> out <laughs> that sort of boils down the whole thing in a few lines no i think um, um you basically covered it all shishir you need to know why you're in it you need to know how you're going to be making it big you need to have a plan um those are the three things that that you definitely like you know need up top um kind of and and it, you you can't really figure it out while it happens because a lot of um you know uh answering these questions is is going to affect a lot of your decision making at, at a later point in time the one thing that i would like to add though which is something that i i um, you know touched upon right in the beginning is that um just be very very aware of the fact that till the point that you've not made it big till the point that you've not made it mainstream it is going to be a very isolating process it's 
um it's something that every creator goes through it's very easy to fall into the trap of looking at somebody else and being oh but this looks so rosy understand that that's only one facet of their personality that is only one facet of you know their particular life and there are challenges that they are also going through and the challenge of isolation is is not even an uncommon one anymore all of us sitting in our hold up studios and especially if you're a podcaster it's even worse because i'm not even you know well you can't even see me you are only able to hear my voice and i when i'm creating i'm only looking at a mic and a plain blank wall so um it is um at times um very difficult to to trudge along to have the courage to put out the next thing because ultimately um you know it's very easy to feel that there's nobody out there who's listening i'm just putting these things into the universe and it's hitting a wall but that consistency is all that you need to achieve play the game of probabilities do whatever that it that you need to do to make sure that it reaches out to more people but at the same time be very kind to yourself in terms of understanding that everybody is gone through the same kind of rigor and it is challenging it is what it is and that's how that's what everyone needs to do to make it big i guess that those would be my parting words awesome and that uh, you know pretty much sums it up don't run after numbers at least not at the onset focus on mm-hmm. what you're putting out there and why you're doing it and give your best agar numbers Absolutely. ko dekhne ka itna hi hobby hai to that time will come and believe me at that point you don't want to look at numbers i'm sure so yeah let's let's continue you know doing our best i think it just if i were to put it in just one line just keep giving your best and if you believe in it so strongly don't give up i think that's how i would put it and that's how i see it so shantan this has been a you know one of my longest episodes but also one of the most engaging ones we really touched upon some very pertinent and practical points like anyone who's really serious about whatever they are doing uh, i'm sure they would listen to this whole conversation to the end um because it's not fantasy it's the real life if you're honest with It yourself as a creator life. you will listen to this so great thanks so much shantan for your time um thank i, you, I know thank you so much it was it was a pleasure i know i i've increased a lot of your time in editing and everything else that you now have to put behind but it yes, goes with uh, it wo to wo to hai so uh, you know i i remember um, amano was saying that shantan is you know a little um, shy thoda se introverted type ka hai uh so i'm not sure if he would join the impression series when us so <laughs> uh, he was saying this but then i think after the episode got over uh, i remember uh, aman telling me that shantan really enjoyed it and he had a fun time that was his feedback so i felt ki chalo as a facilitator if i could me if i could make you feel comfortable then i think i've you know achieved it <laughs> so yeah, i'm absolutely <laughs> and that also made me feel confident that if i invite you to the creative pod then i'm sure you would be you know comfortable with that as well and i i can see that you know you really enjoyed and you know you didn't have any constraints while talking through which is really important uh, for me you know as a facilitator to ensure that my guest is comfortable so 
um, I, I really appreciate your time on this one, Shantan. I wish you all the very best in your educational pursuits. Uh, you know, we'll probably meet up again in some future episode. If there's, you know, if you have an idea, do let me know. Um, Absolutely. Yep. Thanks. Thanks cool. a lot, Shishir. Uh, this was wonderful. And yeah, uh, all the best to you too for, I mean, your pursuits in podcasting as well as outside of it. Um, and yeah, I had a lovely time. Thank you. Awesome. All right, folks. So that wraps up our episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, needless to say, definitely you'd have taken a lot of nuggets <laughs> worth of information. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I wish you all the very best from my side and from Shanton's side as well. Goodbye. See you. And with that, we come to an end, folks. Keep on listening and get creative one episode at a time. Let me leave you guys with a little thought. You know what limits imagination? Well, it is you yourself. You just need to try a little harder. And I hope this podcast helps you explore your creativity and see what more you can do. Please go ahead and engage with us. I would love to hear from you. We are available on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, Photolog, Patreon and IMDb. So go ahead and reach out, share your thoughts and your creativity and let me know what more topics you would like us to cover on the Creative Pod. The Creative Pod Podcast signing off.